Welcome to the Rachel Kujup Show. I'm Rachel Kujup and my mission is to help you build a business that supports your multi-passionate lifestyle, create content with confidence and clarity, and launch profitable signature services and products. It is possible to blend who you are with what you do and gain financial freedom while still making a positive contribution to the world. I have helped over 3,000 people across my workshops and programs become respected and successful leaders and creators in their community. I know you have big dreams for your business and life. So are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. Welcome to The Rachel Gujup Show. In today's episode, I'm speaking with my good friend and incredible human, Natalie Alimo. Natalie is a Facebook ads manager and funnel strategist for course creators. Natalie uses ads to help businesses scale and get their message into the lives of more clients and students. She knows that sharing their message is what allows business owners to create impact, achieve freedom and unleash their magic. Natalie has spent 12 plus years honing her strategic and technical skills in the Facebook world of digital marketing. Natalie mixes this strategic superpower and real world experience with intuition and meaningful data to create ad and funnel strategies that fit her clients' personality and business because that's where the best results happen. Natalie loves coffee, building Disney Lego and tap dancing along with cuddling up to her husband, Dean, and driving her son to skateboard lessons in sunny Gold Coast, Australia. Today, we are chatting about how you can amplify your marketing efforts with Facebook and Instagram marketing. I just know you're going to get so much for this conversation with Natalie, so let's dive in. So I'm so excited to speak with you today about paid Facebook and Instagram marketing in business because I know so many of my clients are curious about using ads, but they're not really sure where to start. And I think one of the main reasons is because there is a lot of misinformation out there and a lot of information to kind of digest about how to use ads. So before we dive in, I would love for you to define what does paid advertising mean to you? So paid advertising to me is about using, so instead of looking at, say, organic reach and leaving it up to, you know, the algorithms, and I've got air quotes for algorithms, uh, to determine who is going to see your content, paid advertising is about putting your content in front of more of your ideal customers and you're paying for that privilege as opposed to just putting it out there and waiting to see who will, who might likely to see it or not. Oh, I love that. That is such a simple way to look at it. Cause I know a lot of my clients and me included massive fans of content marketing, which is obviously a longer sort of term approach to thinking about how you can get in front of your dream clients, how you can connect with them and invite them to work with you. So I love how you define that It's a clear distinction. And I think, For a lot of people, it's a really great way to start thinking about ads because paid ads, as you rightly put there, is really just like the tip of the sales iceberg, right? Like you're just putting yourself in front of them, but there's a whole other conversation. You have to have post the initial like, hey, how you doing? (laughs) So I would love for you to speak to how 
things like ads really aren't going to solve all of your money woes or attract <laughs> between clients if you don't have a strong sales funnel behind them. So can you speak to like the relationship uh, between ads and things like sales funnels? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to talk about actually, because like you say, people think that they're just going to throw a whole lot of money at ads and they're going to, you know, be a millionaire in three months or what, however long it's going to take. And the reality of ads is you need to think of it as an amplification of what you already have. So if you don't have a sales funnel or if you have a crappy opt-in for argument's sake or sometimes you still see this today and I'm guilty of this myself, you put a lead magnet out and you don't have a strong welcome sequence. So you're spending money to get people and then you're not in building that relationship and embracing them, then you're still not going to get the results that you want at the end. And one of the things I do when I work with my clients is we have a really holistic approach because if your sales funnel doesn't work or you don't have one, spending more money isn't going to change that. It really comes down to a lot of the foundations of making sure that you have a really nice journey for your customers to go through. Um, if you're thinking about the process of building your business organically, you know, people get to know you, they follow you. What you're trying to do with ads is kind of spend money to shorten that time period. And by using the ads effectively and getting good ad strategies, you're actually using ads to build that relationship with people. So when you do have something that they need or your opening card, if you're doing courses and those types of things, they're more likely to convert because you've built that really strong relationship with them. So it really is like, yeah, think of it as an amplification, not as it's going to save my business and make me a million dollars. Oh, if only is that simple. Oh, I would all be hundred bucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> just sit back on my desert island. Yeah. yeah. I love how you've explained it here too, because I think for a lot of my clients, the reason why they're trying ads and then it's not working and then when it comes to using them again perhaps when we're working together or maybe they're even coming to people such as yourself and be like oh my god ads never work for me I think it's because they're seeing it as oh I'll do an ad and that would just be the conversation as opposed to what you said so beautifully shortening yeah. that conversation into like a quick backwards and forwards as opposed to six months 18 month type of conversation yeah. so what should listeners be asking themselves what questions can they ask themselves to really make sure that they're ready to use paid advertising that they have everything in place and that it is the right next step for them yeah so there's lots of different schools of thought on this some people are like just spend ten dollars a day and just try it out I like to think of if you have an offline not an offline if you have an organic system that is working so whether that's you know, a launch runway for a course or whether you're list building and then encouraging people to book your services. If that's working organically, then your Facebook ads are likely to amplify that for you. So am I getting organic sales? Would I like more of them? Yes, because that signals then you've got your messaging right, you've got your offer right, you've got your pricing right. You have a really good idea of who your audience is and all of those things. The other people that say anyone can be successful with ads um, is true in the fact if you have a big bucket of money and you're happy to go through the process of testing and measuring that you would be doing organically anyway. So I think you need to ask yourself is 
am I converting? So I, am I getting customers now with the systems that I have in place? Where am I seeing the loopholes? What are the questions that people are asking me? Could I perhaps add an e email sequencing that's going to answer some of those questions? So by the time they're ready to buy, there's not a whole lot of back and forth. That's really kind of the general overview one. If you're talking about um, like I know you mentioned a lot of your clients are service-based ones. If you're going to use ads to get people through your sales funnel or set up sales funnels, I would try and make a lot of it as automated as possible. Like you see ads for local-based business like the lawnmower guy or whatever, and they just kind of send you to their homepage or they just send you to your Facebook page and you're like, well, what am I supposed to do now? So having a proper structure of, you know, you might have some type of lead magnet that you're list building and then you're showing them, hey, if you want to book my service, here's my online calendar for argument's sake. Make it as easy as possible for them to kind of stay online or if you want them to book a call with you, then let them do that automatically. I think the more we leave it up to people to make decisions, the easier it is for them to say, oh, I'll do that later or I forgot, you know, the whole abandoned cart with shopping cart things. You, you send them that email reminder and then they'll come back and actually check out once you've done that. If you're going down the selling courses or selling things more online, then I would want to make sure that you had a really strong funnel runway of how am I building my list? How am I building that relationship with them? Do I have um, like a conversion event, like a masterclass or challenge? And then what is my open cart period going to look like? So you want to make sure you've got all that foundational stuff done and that you know that it's working before you bring in cold traffic that doesn't know you from a bar of soap and then asking them to convert so that 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 would be if you're selling organically and it's working then generally you're ready to amplify that with ads yeah I love that distinction I think for a lot of my clients they've really bought into this belief that like any traffic or anyone on your email list or anyone who's clicking your ads is like great. But I know, and I'm going to be honest with this. I um, had a really great conversion rate on a freebie and got like a lot of people into my funnel and then COVID and just I didn't put a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. I didn't have, like you said, that, you know, launch event, but then I did sell my course and they just didn't convert like I wanted to. And everything was looking good looking right and it just it wasn't adding up and so I think you know maybe even I had fallen into the trap of like that's good we're getting good traffic in but the traffic coming in was just too broad and they really yeah. weren't ready to convert to spend your couple hundred dollars to do the course let alone you know thousands of dollars at the time to do my program so mm -hmm. do you have any advice or tips about that because obviously you know when we're starting out and we're thinking oh my god I'm like literally trading my money, I want like clients. Yeah. Is it better to have a couple of clients coming through on the ads that are perfect? Or is it better to like get more in and just hope to God that they get warmed up over a period of time? Like, do you have any advice for us when we're in that yeah. space? I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. I think you're better to, so like kind of one of the things you're saying, you had lots of leads come through 
I am a big data nerd, so I love tracking the metrics, which I know is not a lot of people's strong point. But some of the things I talk to my clients about is you may pay $10 for argument's sake for a lead, but that $10 lead is more likely to convert because they're from a better audience or whatever it may be. Or you may pay $2 for a lead and you'll get more of them, but they're not the right fit for you. So there's no right or wrong in terms of which way you should do it. But I want you to think of using ads to find more of your right people. And one of the ways I do this and the clients of mine that have the most success is I actually steal from their organic stuff. Like in terms of the messaging and the images we use, we try and make it look as organic as possible because that's what people are buying into. They're buying into their authenticity. And the other point on that is don't change yourself when you advertise. So if we go back to the good old days of the bro marketing with the yellow headlines and all of those types of things, everyone's like, oh my God, I would never buy from this sales page. But at that time, that was what was working. We're now seeing a really big shift where people want to know the good and the bad of what's going on with you. People want to know, um, you know, yes, I'm now a big success, but I burnt myself out. So that's why I'm teaching this this way. So it's about still being true to yourself and using those messages within ads that are going to help you connect with the right people you know yourself like sometimes I I'm not the best at organic content or writing content in general but you'll scroll through stuff and you're like oh I wish I could write like that like they are literally they've just spoken directly to me and that's the type of stuff that makes really good ads you know I can teach you all the copywriting formulas of attention and this and all of that but it's the organic stuff that people write without any formulas that is really connecting with people that will get the right people through your funnel. You want to make sure that every touch point with your business, they're feeling that connection with you and ads, like you say, is just one part of it. And then we can set up, this is probably a bit more advanced for a lot of people and depending on budgets, but you can set up multiple ad campaigns where you're running engagement ones. So you're actually building that relationship with people in between the list building and you wanting to sell them something as well. So there's different ways that we can do that with ads. But for people that are starting out, work on what's working organically to find the right people for you. Work on finding that connection and that fit with people because that's always going to work better in ads long-term. And like we know with social media and algorithm changes, the ads world has changed dramatically over the last 12 months. It's been an interesting year, but at the end of the day, human connection hasn't changed and the way we communicate with people hasn't changed. And that's always going to win over, you know, trying to work out the algorithm or doing things 100% perfectly. So that's kind of the best thing I tell people to do. Oh, I love that. I mean, that is so true to everything that I teach as well. And I think, you know, me included, sometimes we forget that because when we're learning something new like Facebook ads and we're filling out the funnels and, you know, we're choosing the images, writing the copy, we can actually forget that the whole point of this is to have a conversation and connect with our dream clients and we can get bogged down in the little stuff. And, you know, I love, um, you know, data too, but again, sometimes data without context can lie. And I think a lot of us fall into that too because we also see the hype online if you do, X, Y, and Z with your Facebook ads, you'll convert at this much. Um, you know, perfect example, a lot of my dream clients um, at the moment, we're having conversations and they're saying things like, I can't possibly have a course if I don't have a huge email funnel, if I'm not using ads, which is also 
like not necessarily the case, right. right? And I love that you've so openly shared that it amplifies what you already have, but you need to have the foundations first and you need to know who your dream clients are, how you help them, the offers you have, the messaging, what they want to know from you online to feel comfortable to work with you. So I would love for you to share your take on this because I get asked this question a lot. Mm-hmm. When should listeners, you know, do ads themselves and when should they hire a strategist like yourself? Oh, every ad manager is going to be different with this. I think, like, for me, the ad manager is super easy in terms of it's logical, it makes sense to me. There's a lot of people that that is not the case for. So I think it's about picking and choosing what's going to work best for you in terms of your budget and also your sanity. So I know a lot of people will jump into ads manager and go, crap, I don't know how to do this. I'm not sure what I'm doing. And they don't have the time and the hours to go through YouTube videos or courses or whatever those types of things in. Then if your budget allows for it, you are best to then try and outsource it to someone. If you like to be a little bit more hands-on and you're happy to go through the learning curve and maybe burn a bit of money at the same time, then by all means, jump in and have a go. I do think, though, there's a nice medium that you're better to get a little bit of help first. So it may not be that you're going into a full management with someone. You might do an hour consult. Um, I have like an ads profit planner that you plug in your numbers and it spits out some, some data for you. So getting a little bit of help that way is potentially better than just jumping into Facebook and going, holy crap, what am I doing? But yeah, I, I don't know if there's like there's a lot of ad managers where I'll be like, okay, so I want to work with, like our dream clients are people that have got their funnels sorted and that they know this and they know that. It doesn't happen all the time, but I think it really depends on that person's personality and what their tolerances are. I find that like if we're looking at the full range of things over a funnel, most people tend to be really comfortable or more comfortable with writing their copy. They tend to be more comfortable with drop and drag type things. When they get to ad manager, it seems to be a completely foreign language. So if that's your case, then you're probably better to look at getting someone else to help you than try and juggle it at all. The other thing I will say on that is because of the massive changes over the last 12 months, there are kind of a few key foundational things that you want to get right on Ads Manager in terms of the iOS changes. Um, so if you're not techie-minded, it may be better just to get someone to help you with that and then you can kind of move forward with the ongoing management and setup of your ads. Yeah, I think that's really fair. I mean, I used to run Facebook ads back in the day when <laughs> I was a copywriter and marketing consultant and when I had my nine to five job but you're so right things are changing so quickly that I can't possibly keep up with everything and it's just it's not a great use of my time so I think what you shared there is important like the trade-off would you be better to actually be fixing the funnel to be having those sales conversations building that relationship versus faffing about in Facebook (laughs) trying to figure it out yeah (laughs) yeah I mean I can understand it but I'm like oh it's a lot like it's a lot of stuff uh (laughs) to get right. And there's a lot of things that, you know, even when I was working as a Facebook ad manager that like, I would forget about and she'd be like, Hey, you need X, Y, and Z. I'm like, Oh my God. God, Yes. yes. So uh, what are the three biggest things you think that say if business owners are doing it for themselves that they're forgetting one, you know, that I forgot one day at the bottom of my sales page, because we use a new template is that I didn't have 
you know, the terms and conditions. And we're like, oh crap, we need to get that on. Um, So what are some things that we can do for easy fixes? I think it's really important. Like I love the metrics, but I've spoken to a lot of people. They're like, if this cost per lead is high, and I'm like, well, what are you basing that on? And they don't have don't have a KPI. It just looks high. Then they're just turning it off. So getting a really basic understanding of, you know, you want your ad to have at least a click-through rate of 1%. Just those really foundational what to look at when you see your ads, I think is something that a lot of people are missing out on. I think also when a lot of people try and do their own ads, they become like a marketing person so they're they're producing really nice organic content and they're speaking to people they're having those one-on-one conversations then they try and write something for ads and it just becomes like a copywriting script you know what I mean it just doesn't flow so keeping what you're doing organically and moving that into ads is a is a really um, good point and I think if you are starting out or no anytime don't run things like Facebook make it very easy for people to re- to run reach campaigns and traffic campaigns, which all have their place at certain points. But you want to start with an objective of what you're trying to achieve. So if you want someone to give you their name and email address, then you need to run a lead campaign, which then means you need to make sure you've got your tracking correct so that Facebook actually know how to connect those two together. Um, so that's something that I would definitely make sure people do. Um, one of the things that's working really well in the last six months I'm seeing is Facebook lead forms. So it's a way of lead generation all on Facebook. So you don't need to have a landing page. Like, you know, I always get people to test a measure, but if you're just starting out and want to start building your list, then it's just a form on Facebook. People can put their name and email address in it and then you can just zap it across to your CRM and continue on with your welcome sequence. So it may be an easier way for people to kind of get up and running with ads. So oh, I did not know that. this. I'm going to make a note <laughs> of that. Out. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, doesn't work go. for things like webinars with dates if people are choosing dates but if it's a pdf or it's a pre-recorded video yeah love that automation i'm here for it yeah (laughs) so what are some of the benefits of using paid advertising and what are some of the results that listeners can expect if they choose to use it in their marketing so the benefit i think we've spoken about a bit is really that amplification of already what you're doing once you have built that to a certain level there is merit for tweaking your offer if you wanted to and finding a new audience on Facebook. Um, So, you know, when most people are starting out, they're like, these are the people I work with. They're at a certain level. They're ready to do this. Once you've kind of got that working, you can say, okay, I would also like to find these people. And then you may need to tweak your message and your funnel and those types of things. So it can help you reach new audiences. One of the things I like about Facebook ads that I probably wouldn't recommend to people that are starting out or don't have a lot of experience with it is you can use it for testing and measuring. So if you're deciding between two offers for argument's sake, you can send them to the audiences and you can see which one's going to work. It's going to cost you money. It's like you either pay with time or money. With this one, you're paying with money to kind of get the testing up and running. It, and I guess the most, the biggest thing that my clients get out of it is you're just reaching more people. Like I'm in launch with a client at the moment. They have a 
they call themselves a medium term advertiser. I call them massive. They've got a big budget. We've brought in 25,000 top of funnel leads, but we know that they are not going to pay back in this launch. They're going to pay back in the next launch or the next launch. So it's a very long-term view, but if we didn't spend the money now, we wouldn't reach, you know, all these extra people that will eventually become their course people. In terms of results, the results really are varied across the board in terms of what people are trying to sell. So I've had, um, like I had one lady last year who was launching a certification program, a 12-month certification program. She did a really quiet launch to the wait list only. We'd been running um, list building ads for about six months before that. And of those people that converted from that wait list, I think 50% were only on the list for two or three months beforehand. So like that was a really good indication that we found the right people. And it was like a four or $5,000 program. So it wasn't a, a, a cheap program, which was really good. I have another client that spends, we scale up when things are good. And so she's selling an Instagram course all on Evergreen and she spends anywhere from seven to $10,000 a week and makes anywhere from 60 to a hundred thousand a month in sales. So it, like, that's a really good return on investment. We've spent a lot of time though, tweaking the funnel and changing things. And I think she's at her third webinar and the first one converts better. So we just keep tweaking and changing the message. Um, I think in general, though, people just need to kind of set some benchmarks for themselves. Like I'm selling a $1,000 course. If I can show it to 1,000 people and it's going to cost me $3 per lead, how much can I spend to get on that? And then create your own benchmarks. Like this time I launched, I got $3 per lead. Next time I got a $2 per lead. And just kind of have work on making what you're doing better because there's always going to be people that like I spent $10 and made 50,000 it's like well mate you might have spent $10 this week and that was when the 50,000 came in but in reality like everything in business you've probably been building your list for 12 months and and that's why you could spend the $10 then to get the 50 so yeah there's lots of good things that you can you can do with ads and lots of good results but it's just a matter of starting where you are and working on constant improvement Thanks so much for sharing that. Definitely something I'm taking away, which which I know, and I think it's also a really beautiful reminder with anything in business, particularly marketing. You know, you said like testing, tweaking, learning, like pivoting, like you need to keep doing that. I think long mm-hmm. gone are the days where people used to sell, oh, I just have this Facebook ad and it just sits there and runs and makes yeah. me millions of dollars in my sleep. Like, That'd be nice for all of us if that happened. I know, I know. <laughs> And I mean, and then there wouldn't be amazing people like you if it was that yeah. simple, right? Because you would yeah. be there like to provide that advice. So I love that you shared that because it sounds like all of the examples you had, each person had thought about exactly what they wanted from the campaign, from their ads. They had everything in place. They were prepared to invest knowing that it was going to be a long-term strategy and they might not see the, like the success right now, which I think can be easy to forget, like I said, when you're putting money on the line and you're wanting success and you're like, oh my God, it's meant to help me do X, Y, and Z, but sometimes that isn't the case. So what's the one thing that you would love listeners to take away from thinking about and learning about Facebook and Instagram marketing? I think the main thing is you want to approach it like all of your marketing 
and that there is no guarantees and there's nothing that is going to work for every single person like the lady I spoke about before that has an Instagram course every time we run story only ads they never work you would think she's selling an Instagram course it would work really well but it doesn't um I have other people that I've tested lead forms for and they are twice as expensive as sending people to their website I was just speaking to someone today and you know the changes within Instagram everyone's like you should be doing videos and you should be doing reels I have no idea how to do a reel like I'm barely working on Instagram stories for myself so me trying to do a reel isn't going to be authentic to who I am and it's not going to be the best thing for me to advertise so I think it's really important for people to focus on what they're best at what's going to show them in the best light in their ads and just realize that with all marketing it is just a test to measure and you've just got to be kind on yourself and just keep aiming for that constant improvement as opposed to you know you woke up one day and you were a six-figure entrepreneur the next. <laughs> oh, I love that. You're so right. You need to be kind with yourself, especially if you're just starting to play with Facebook ads and getting to that certain level of your business when you're wanting to increase your reach, to invest in long-term strategies. It can be a scary place to be and particularly when you don't know what the outcome would be. But from everything that you've shared, it's clear that if you do the planning and you give yourself some grace that you can get the results that you're after. So thank you so much for coming onto the Rachel Quizip show and for sharing your story, insights and wisdom. I know listeners are going to get so much from what you've shared here today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found what I've shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday.